Nice. Hake is live, guys. I am on Periscope already. Mixer.com slash The Hake Report. I see me. And Facebook.com slash The Hague Report. And YouTube.com slash The Hague Report. And soon to be DLive, hopefully. Hopefully. Guys, it is Monday, in the meantime, right? It is Monday, May 18th, 2020. Can you believe it? Yesterday was a fun show. Appreciate it, guys. I talked bad about the black leaders. Fake black leaders. Including Obama. I'm glad that Jesse Lee Peterson was able to cover more of that today. Shout out to Jesse and his producer, Nico. Nick, better known as. And I will be getting to your calls. It is 888-775-3773. I, guys, if I'm on D Live yet, press 1, but I don't think you're going to be able to press 1. I'm going to turn it off, and I'm going to turn it on, all right? Do, 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 do. I'm still streaming, trying to connect to Twitch. And I don't know if that's on already yet or not either. But reconnecting on DLive just to make sure we're going. And uh, let me just pull up my stuff. Yes, I am on DLive.tv slash The Hake Report. Thank you, everybody. So, I'm not going to waste any time. I think I'll go ahead and try to just get right into 11, clip 11. And, um, watch this. This is gonna be fun. And, uh, if it, if the stream cuts out, bear with us, okay? I'll bring it, I'll bring us back and I'll play it. Don't stop. Bring it all back. All right, let's do it. Well, listen, the election's 176 days uh, to be exact away. And listen, Biden loves this. Biden can't go out on stage without making some horrible blunder. I mean, even from his basement, he's making awful gaffes every single day. So his campaign's thrilled that he's not going out there. And they think they're taking away Donald Trump's greatest tool, which is being able to go into an arena and fill it with 50,000 people every single time, right? So they, they will, and you watch, they'll milk it every single day between now and November 3rd. And guess what? After November 3rd, coronavirus will magically all of a sudden go away and disappear and everybody will be able to reopen. They're trying to deprive him of, of, of his, his greatest asset, um, which is the fact that the American people love him, the fact that he's relatable, the fact that he can go out there and draw massive crowds. Joe Biden can't get 10 people in a room. My father's getting 50,000 in a room, and they want to do everything they can to stop it. So make no mistake, to a lot of them, Janine, to a lot of them, this, this is a very cognizant strategy that they're trying to employ. It's no different than... Again, the nonsense that they're trying to throw in the HOPE Act is no different than the mail-in voting that they want to do all these places. It's no different than wanting illegal immigrants to vote in our country. It is a cognizant strategy, um, and it's, uh, it's sad. And again, it's not going to be allowed to happen. We're going to win. Uh, so predictable, am I right? So predictable. Guys, the stream cut out. I don't know at what point it cut out. F for Frank. Frankly, I love Eric Trump. 100% correct, correct Eric Trump. Maybe at the tail end of the show, at the very end of this show today, let's replay that clip. How about? Yeah. Just to make, just to let it sink in for you guys. So, I am back, guys, on YouTube, DLive, etc., and all that. Um, Twitch seems to be coming in and out, but 
you know, appreciate you guys following me on Twitch, but I'm mainly on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Periscope. What's up, guys? Um, Etc. Uh, so, let's go ahead and get started with this show. Nice. So, what's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. And Skip says, that's okay, James. You don't need to play the clip again. I'll just play it at the end of the show because it's, I think it's a good clip. I like it. But I appreciate that, Skip. Thank you, man. So, that, what you just heard was Eric Trump, son of the, the, younger, the younger of the two main sons. Older son. The younger of the two adult sons, let's say of President Donald Trump, the blonde-haired one, who told what I think to be the truth about the situation with the coronavirus. And I love Eric Trump. I don't know him that well, but I love his quotes. And that was, I got that footage from a clip on Drudge slash Axios. And this is the uh, headline from Axios. Eric Trump accuses Democrats of milking, and that's the word that he used, the coronavirus lockdown went to win the election. In a Fox News clip with Judge Jeanine Pirro, all right? And he, I think he's right. Drudge slash Washington Post via Laredo's LMT Online. Eric Trump claims coronavirus is a Democratic hoax will magically vanish after the 2020 election. It's kind of a fake news headline because, you know, he's using figures of speech, right? It's a fake news headline. The far-left Washington Post purposely misconstrues his comments, takes them literally when he means it figuratively, and they, you know, they know better, but they're dishonest people. The Washington Compost, full of intellectuals and liberal intellectuals, which is one of the most dis- dishonest kind. And by liberal, I mean extreme left, anti-Trump, anti-America, commie. That's what I mean by liberal nowadays, right? Eric Trump claimed Saturday that this is from the Washington Post. They're they're writing, right? Eric Trump claimed Saturday that the coronavirus will magically vanish after the November election and allow the country to fully reopen, an assertion that has no basis in science. Yeah, they they like to hide be- behind so-called science, right? And is contradicted by contradicted by health experts worldwide. So you can always shrug off liberal versions of science and liberal versions of experts. Right? Even, um, even the commie mayor of New York, or if not the commie mayor, maybe his health, one of his health guys, officials, has, a distru- has an innate distrust of experts, which I think is valid, right? You got to protect yourself, but also don't trust the experts. He said, This is a quote, the far-left Washington Post quotes Eric Trump. They think they are taking away Donald Trump's greatest tool, which is to be able to go out into an arena and fill it with 50,000 people every single time. 
the younger Trump said. You watch, they'll milk, milk it every single day. Between now and November 3rd, and guess what? After November 3rd, coronavirus will magically, all of a sudden, go away and disappear, and everybody will be able to reopen. Interesting prediction. I think something to that effect is quite possible. Uh, the Biden campaign pushed back against Trump's comments, Eric Trump, that is, calling them unbelievably reckless. Because these people think that the American people are so stupid they can't think for themselves, so they want to protect them from dangerous, uh, independent-thinking men like Eric Trump and Donald Trump. We're in the middle of the biggest... This is the Biden campaign speaking. A female woman. Uh, we're in the middle of the biggest public health emergency in a, in a century, with almost 90,000 Americans dead. It's more than that now, supposedly, right? According to the news, which... Do you know that's true? I don't know. 1.5 million infected and 36 million workers newly jobless. And that's thanks to people like them. The joblessness aspect of it. And honestly, the, uh, the globalism is, thank, is to thank or to blame for this pandemic anyways. We didn't have to br be bringing in all these Europeans and Chinese and all these people. And then, so, this is Biden Communications Director Kate Bedingfield in a statement, right? A liberal female. So, Eric Trump to for Eric Trump to claim that the coronavirus is a political hoax that will magically disappear is absolutely stunning and unbelievably reckless. Dumb. She also accused the Trump administration of being desperate to do whatever they can to throw up a smokescreen to try to conceal his historic mismanagement of the crisis. Doesn't have to be true, they just say it, right? Because a crisis automatically is going to have some bad things happening in it. So they can just blame it on Trump. And of course, because the government has never been, isn't even supposed to be handling stuff like this, they um, want to pretend that it's Trump's fault, right? Well, here's clip, here's clip 12, Joel, from Mediaite. CNN's Jake Tapper confronts HHS, Health and Human Services, which is a, I don't trust them, right? Secretary Alex Azar, which is in the Trump administration. He was appointed, I think, by President Trump. But he's like a politically minded, politically correct, you're going to hear it, person, on Eric Trump's coronavirus comments. But he doesn't, of course, name Eric Trump. And Tapper says, I know you know that's not true about these Democrats trying to use it to hurt Trump. How do you know that's not true? Listen to this. Let me ask you one last question. There's a lot of disinformation out there, as you know. Um, last night on cable, someone said that the shutdowns that the states have taken, the, the governors, are just an effort to hurt President Trump by preventing him from holding rallies. The same person said the day after Election Day, the virus will disappear. Um, I know you know that's not true. What's your response to that? I just think we need to have balanced, accurate information out there. That's all I and our public health leaders are trying to do is to present uh, the fact that uh, we're now in a position where we can be reopening. Uh, we want to take safe and appropriate measures. The president has laid out very balanced criteria and approaches that he suggests states follow to do that. Uh, and that's the path Then that's the path forward that we need to take. And I, I, I think hyperbolic rhetoric on, on any side is not appropriate. This is, these aren't partisan issues. This is just health and economic welfare for our, for our citizens. Exactly. But you would agree that governors did not take these steps to, to shut down 
uh, their states because they were trying to hurt President Trump. They were trying to How protect you know? the lives of their citizens. I, I find that I find that it's better not to try to impugn individuals' motives. The president, the vice president, and I have had superb working relationships with the governors across this country, uh, from whether red state or blue state. Uh, we've been all been working in partnership to try to help the American people, um, and we're going to keep doing that. Have totally pure motives. Want to save lives? Yeah, right. I don't buy that. Are we still streaming fine? Ah, oh, D Live. I'm sorry. I see that. We have a little bit of glitching. Did you guys catch that whole thing if the stream was fine? Dang it, what the heck? Yep, the stream went out. But we're back on, but yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Ridiculous. What a mess. Yeah, the, the corona. We gotta get people back to work so they get off the internet. We're assuming that that's what it is, right? I'm not necessarily assuming that, but what a mess. Well, if, I don't know at what point this thing cut out, this clip cut out, but basically Jake Tapper says, I know you know that's not true. Referring to Eric Trump's comments that the Democrats are milking this to hurt the president and hope their, help their, their non-existent chances to win the election against President Trump. So, it's so silly. How do you know that that's not true? What kind of journalist are you, Jake Tapper? Where's your scrutiny on the Democrats. Why don't you scrutinize them? Why do you assume that the best, they have the best intentions? Reminds me of how they don't scrutinize the blacks when the blacks are, you know, killed in confrontations. They just say, oh, supposedly, hands up, don't shoot. Oh, he was just a jogger. Oh, blah, blah, blah. All these things. Streaming as no bueno, James. I'm sorry, lo siento. Perdóname. Mi corazón duele mucho. What a mess. I apologize for the messed up uh, stream, guys. I don't like it either. But, um, I'm still alive, right? In my life? What the heck? Hold on. DLive claims that it's on. I'm refreshing and I don't see it going. Oh, no wonder. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. Thank you. Shout out to Nick. Nicolas for um, and and Jesse Lee Peterson honestly for uh, streaming my show on your channels. Congratulations, you're streaming the Hake Report. No wonder I don't see my diamonds. Sorry guys, if I missed any of your diamonds. Dark side of the bear. What just donated? I didn't switch over. It's my fault. Part, partly this part is my fault. I uh, didn't switch over after church with Jesse Lee Peterson back to the Hake Report, so I didn't realize. But Dark Side of the Bear What says, if the Lord is willing in the stream, don't die. Yeah. And Hot Computer Smell says, back on! Yeah. Man, what a pain. Okay. So, uh, Dark Side of the Bear What, send me any diamonds and ninja guineas or whatever that took place before your diamond that I just read, please. <laughs> Dark Side of the Bear, what? Faithfully sends me the super chats from Jesse Lee Peterson's and my streams. Thank you. Shout out to her for that. Very helpful. By the way, is Patrice O'Neill Groyper still on there? Or did you guys ban him? Just curious. Haven't seen or heard anything from him in a while. And I kind of like that guy. 
but I know that some of you guys had problems with him. Some of these guys just play too rough, and hopefully they don't take it personally. They shouldn't. Um, that they get kicked off. I know a bunch of these guys like Salazam, reprobate mindset. A lot of them just seem to get themselves, especially Salazam. He's like the worst at getting himself kicked off. But um, still, I think they like us, but they just play too much. He's on your page, but not Jesse's. Thanks, man. I thank you, uh, Dana. So, let's do this. Me- so, meanwhile, Jake Tapper. I pick on Jake Tapper a little bit because he pretends to be a fair-minded journalist, so-called journalist. He works for CNN, and, you know, sometimes we come across him trying to be fair and nice over the years, right? Even some conservatives have kind of liked him over the years. He may have a little bit of that rep- uh, Trump derangement syndrome. I almost said reprobata mindset, which is another word for it. But um, listen to this headline. Governors are hit with a flurry of legal challenges to their lockdowns. And what are these governors? Mostly Democrats. And rhinos, anti-Trump rhinos, right? And thank God for the legal uh, battles. Honestly, I believe more in real-world fighting as opposed to courts, but I know that courts are important, too. It's a reality of life now. Unfortunately, these far-left liberal judges and and sleazy lawyers and sleazy judges and sleazy juries in some cases even, or members of the jury, liberals, females, <laughs> sometimes blacks, sometimes males, are, um, have, make horrific decisions. They're not for what's right. They're not for America. But they show this, oh, show this big picture. This is the headline that's outside of either of the folders of Governor Gretchen Whitmer. The plastic face. And I don't try, I'm not trying to be mean, but that's just how I remember her. The Democrat from Michigan. Connecting again. Says Mondays are the worst. <laughs> Dang, what the heck? <laughs> Okay, guys. I should be back online. How many, how many, how many downtimes is this? Three or four? Is this four stream breaks or three? Usually third, four. Wow. Cuatro. Say? Oh, yeah. How do you say it in Chinese, you guys? Say, guaylo. Kill the, uh, die, white ghost. If any of you guys are eight, Lin Yin Chin, you don't, you know this language? Maybe I shouldn't say that. It's like cussing in another language. I don't know if it's bad. But anyways, guys, my stream keeps on breaking, but I'm not going to quit. I'm going to trudge along. <sighs> okay. So where was I? Governor Gretchen Whitmer. They talked about Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Um, really Jake Tapper? Referencing Jake Tapper the- oh, look at her! Looks like a horror movie. She shouldn't have done that. It's better to just have like an imperfect, you know, an aging imperfect face, I think. Um, you think that this woman is not motivated by spite and typical liberal female-minded overprotectiveness? And uh, hatred of the man, of the father, of the president, Trump. I think she is. 
And even if she's not, she's, she's still destructive. These liberals are destructive. I told you guys yesterday on the, on the Hake Report, um, Sunday, on my show, at the beginning, about this drudge reported on this poll, right? Something like 70-something percent of liberals are wearing their masks, right? Whereas it's like 50, high 50s or 60s percent of Republicans. There's a, there's a gap in the, um, in the fear, let's call it, or the um, obedient, domesticated animalness of liberals versus conservatives. Conservatives instinctively distrust the government, whereas the liberals blindly trust the politically motivated, financially motivated, ideologically motivated so-called scientists. For example, with this climate change. I believe in science. No, you don't. You believe in politically motivated scientists. Liberals. Brainwashed liberals. You know, the, the f- extreme left has controlled the academia world and made it more dishonest over the decades. And so even, even so-called honest people can be sincerely brainwashed to believe their lies. Anyways, um, the picture caption of this woman reads, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer's administration on Friday defended her stay-at-home orders against a lawsuit brought by the GOP-controlled legislature. GOP is trying to bring at least a little bit of freedom to the country, to its state at least, over in uh, Michigan. And there's, and of course this is about politics. You know this uh, Alex Azar guy? He's the Secretary of Health and Human Services for under Trump. And um, he said that it's not about politics, it's about protecting the people and stuff like that. No, man. I know you're trying to be nice and classy and politically correct, which I don't like that about you, Alex Azar. I don't trust any of Trump's administration except for Trump himself. And even then, you know, he could, he could sometimes be a sucker. But he's, he's really nobody's fool, I think, Trump. But, um, of course, it's about politics. The article says, this is Washington Post, the decision by Wisconsin's Supreme Court on Wednesday to toss Governor Tony Evers' statewide shelter-in-place order set off a scramble in cities across the state to impose their own local restrictions. Wow. So, you know, the cities are run by a bunch of liberals, too. That's why... Get involved in politics at the local level, people. Don't be shooting to try to take down um, Maxine Waters. Or, um, I mean, you can, but you... But we have to be men in our own communities and families, too. First. Our own lives. Um, Elsewhere, bars and restaurants shut down by the order declared themselves open for business. And thank God for that, right? At least they can, like... Stay in business, right? And then I will be getting to your calls. Legal challenges continue to pile up across the country. Governors who extend their state shelters, uh, shelter-in-place orders begin peeling back some restrictions. The plaintiffs are business owners, aggrieved private citizens, pastors, and in some cases, state legislatures. Laters, state legislators and legislatures. The target's almost always Democrat governors or their top health appointees. Oppressive females and oppressive female-minded liberal males. 
um, already more than a dozen states across the country face lawsuits over their lockdown mandates. Not clear whether any will be successful as a litigation filed by Wisconsin's Republican-led legislature. Shameful. Gavin Newsom facing more than a dozen lawsuits challenging everything from beach to business closures. Uh, Maine Governor Janet Mills, also a Democrat, sued by a coalition of business owners seeking to end that state's shelter-in-place order. The lone pair of Republican governors facing lawsuits, Maryland's Larry Hogan, he's, he's fat and he's a rhino and he's married to an Asian. <laughs> no offense to you white guys that are married to Asians. I could probably almost have fallen for that myself, right? But still, he's a liberal. He's a cuck. He's not a real Republican. Ohio's Mike DeWine is the other guy facing a lawsuit. They're saying um, reopening plans could potentially render pending lawsuits moot. What a mess. So thank you to Eric Trump for telling what I think is right. And um, shame on, well, I don't know if I want to say shame on Alex Azar, but he's being a politically correct kiss-up. And shame on Jake Tapper. Pretending to be fair-minded, please. (laughs) Okay, I got to get to some calls, and then I'm going to tell you guys... Hopefully, if I have time, I'm going to tell you guys a story. I took a walk the other day, went to the park, and it was fun. Got cussed at by a female and had this, no doubt, well, I'm going to assume liberal uh, father of a young boy talking mess about me because I wasn't wearing my mask. Uh, I'm going to tell you about that. And hopefully, if I have time, I'll also tell you about this couple that got sick. Jeez. I told you about it in Hake News at the end of hour one today. I feel like the uh, New York Post likes to clown on Christians with this virus thing. That's my impression. But this guy, I didn't think, he thought it was hysteria, which it is hysteria, but it's also a real disease. And you can, it can mess you up, especially if you're not healthy to begin with. And this guy, you take one look at him, you knew it wasn't healthy. But he's a Christian, seems to have a good attitude, but... And by the way, he's married to a female reverend. Anyways, I'm going to get to that. But first, let me get to Rick out of Hampton, Virginia. Rick, what's up? Brother James, how you doing, my brother? Love you, man. Keep up the good work, man. What's going on? Not much. It's good to hear from you, too. You, too, man. Shoot, I just want to get on here and say what I got to say, man. Did you hear Maxine was um, just played a clip on her? Yeah, that she's saying, she's telling the blacks, is she telling the blacks to stay their A words at home? Wow. Unclassic. Very unladylike. uh, Not that I'm surprised. Call her Auntie Maxine. I I don't don't call her that. Not mine. Yep. You know, it's not mine. I'm like, if if she's there for all her people, even though she's for for the people not opening their businesses, say all people stay home, not just blacks. You know, because she stays paid, she's rich, she's been in the government for ages. Jesse Lee Peterson has been talking about her, telling the truth about her, ever since he started Bond, it seems like. Or when, you know, 
1996, definitely. Yeah. Set 97. What a mess. You know, blacks, blacks, they can have their community run down, almost looking like third world nations. Yeah. They will keep on electing the same do-nothing politicians. Keep electing them. Suckers. And then them blame, blame um, the president for why they town is like that. So it's a chain of command, man. It's, you got your state. Yeah, and then the state gives the city their money they need, and from there on, the only way the state will intervene in a situation unless there's a criminal activity going on. But other than that, once the state gives that city money, he let them run it. Yeah, if and you're black, if you're black and you vote Democrat, you're a sucker. If you vote you know, Democrat, exactly you're a point. sucker. You're evil. Exactly. Yep. You know, I I don't get it, man. And they don't they don't figure it out. Even we and we was talking about too. Me and um, Nick, we were saying, too, it's just like um, she, she's coming over there talking about just only blacks. If you care about all your people, you just tell, say, all people stay home. Well, you know, you know you, everybody knows that bl- blacks are the only ones who still think that they respect Maxine Waters. I don't think anybody I, res- actually respects her or looks up to her or listens to her for advice. You know what? You'd be surprised how many blacks do, though. Yeah. That I see, they like Maxine Waters. You're like, what has she told you to, sh- to show you how to be financially independent? She's been well, talking. She, rem- you'll you'll remember she was saying impeach 45 for like years before they actually did it, and they didn't have her speak <laughs> when they announced the impeachment. They had her up front because she's black and she's a female and she's a disgusting person. So of course they had her up front when they announced it, but I don't think she spoke. I think that they wanted to keep her shut up. They said, shut your A-word up. (laughs) That's the Democrats to Maxine Waters, because they know that she's bad for politics. Because she's so unreasonable. Nobody thinks that she's a reasonable person. Why don't, why don't, you know, it seems like, I'm at the point, you know, um, I don't like to say, you know, but I'm going to say saying blacks cannot think for themselves. When you're angry, you know, I don't, I don't need nobody, like, even with a Georgia runner, they call it getting shot while jogging. Right. Like this. Not even true. They trying to say, yeah, he, he was he was going in that house several times, and he wasn't going there looking for Easter eggs. Right. <laughs> you know, I did, you know, I, I, you know I'm a heat negative uh, guy by trade. And when we, work, we, nice. when we go work at, you know, especially construction homes, we leave our tools there because we, we don't want to feel like keep bringing them back and forth. Right. We leave copper. And yep. the AC stuff has copper. Mm-hmm. And most time when people come into new construction, they come in there for the metal. Right. Unfortunately. And stuff and, uh, had gone missing reportedly over over the months. And this guy's been visiting there for months. They never uh, caught yeah. him on camera stealing anything. But what's he doing in there all that time? And supposedly the homeowner... <laughs> Had posted a uh, no trespassing sign. Really, you you go on there when it says no trespassing, Leary. You know and what? plus, and he was accused of he was accused of stealing like a TV or something, shoplifting in 2018, which was a violation of his probation after a supposed guns charge. The media hasn't reported on it. And you Google his mugshot, or I don't know if that's mm-hmm. him, the same person. Because he has a, like a seemingly has a different last name, Avery instead of Arbery, but mm-hmm. same first name, looks like the same right. guy. At age nineteen, when he uh, evaded the cops and brought a gun to the gym, and the school resource officers spotted him. Allegedly, that's the same person 
but the liberal media hasn't looked into it at all. They have zero scrutiny for the people that they pretend to sympathize with, which, you know, they don't actually, because if they cared about blacks, they'd be like, you guys shouldn't be acting out like this. It'll get you killed. But they don't care about the blacks. They're just pretending to. What a you mess. You know, if huh? I was all uh, those two guys that shot Avery, I yeah. wouldn't show them my evidence until the day of court, because they, if they put their evidence out what they have, the me ain't gonna do my twist it. Yeah, according to the lawyer who the there's a defense lawyer who leaked this information, this uh mm-hmm. footage of the thing. He they leaked it he leaked it to the public in early May, right? Early May. Mm-hmm. But supposedly he claimed that the cops had this footage since day one. And that's isn't that good? The uh and the person who took it was the guy who was following the McMichaels. So what a mess. And, uh, you know, well, I see Marcus Jones in like here. Know. Why did they take him so long to report it? You know, they had the information. That's the only question I would want to know. You, you know, Report it? You, you're talking about the uh, show the footage? Well, yeah, the, the, the police, when they got it, why did it take them so long to show it? I mean, what was going on? That's the only question I, don't, I they, would like The police know. didn't show it. They never showed it. They kept it private. Now, that's the problem. What I, you know, certainly somebody got killed, mm-hmm. and, you know, that, and, that don't, uh, you know, but honestly, know, man, but, but, it's honestly, man, it's not the public's business. They don't need to see that. It's like a graphic video. It's kind of disturbing to watch. You see this guy get, you see this guy go and fight against a white man with a gun, which is a bad move. Yeah. But he did it. And, that was, and, and he exactly. got himself, he got himself shot. And you see him go out and st- stumble in the streets. The defense lawyer who released it thought that it would help the white men, but it only because people can't see clearly. It only hurt them. It got them arrested. <laughs> crazy, huh? You know, you know the thing too, and the crazy thing though, um, James, yeah. is like, you know, um, most black kids they're so angry, yeah. they don't know how to de-escalate anything. Most right. times they wind up making worse, and they lose their life. And, yeah, and most black kids do not know how to de-escalate anything. All thing they do is add jet fuel to it. Yeah, true, and they man. Make it then when they get shot. They go, they, they go around and say, well, you should have been more patient. Right. Look, man, when you grabbing my gun, they teach you. I did corrections and, and, um, and you know, physical security. We went to the same school. When somebody grabbed your gun, James, that's the automatic deadly force. Because yeah. they, get, they, they get your gun, yep. I'll guarantee you they're not going to ask you what, kind, what brand of what, what kind of gun you got. You they, never they know. You that that guy could have. That, that's why you can't say that he was unarmed, too. That's, that's right. At the, he, at grabbed, the, he grabbed it, and he hit him for it. He was hitting his son. All his son was doing was trying to keep him from getting the gun. Right. Yeah. I appreciate it, Rick. Thanks, man. Good to hear no from problem. you. No problem. I love you, man. I mean to take up all your time, brother. No problem. Take care. Keep up the good work. You too. All right. Let me get to my second favorite caller, Earl from Michigan. What's up, Earl? Hola. 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 Mr. Baby Hitler. How you doing, baby Farrakhan? Fine, fine. Nice. What's you up? You know, um, I disagree. Of course, you, you would know that uh, a lot of your points of view that you stated Sunday, I disagree with. Yeah. And also, uh, so you don't Obama think that Obama? You, you don't think Obama uh, is evil? An evil liar? You don't think LeBron James hates black people? No. 
You don't think Michelle way, uh, you don't think Michelle Obama treats Obama like a little boy and like a dog? No. Uh, by the way. Yeah. Um you don't think Al Sharpton is an idiot and an evil for doing hands up don't shoot and it was proven that wasn't even true? Uh, so that that's still a question mark. No, it's not uh, a question mark. But, there is no proof. By the way, that's why I disagree with uh with a lot of things you say. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, are you a, uh, do you don yourself an expert, expert on blacks? I'm getting to be. Do, do, do blacks supposed to listen to who you call evil and, and who do you claim we should listen to? Yeah. And follow? Yeah, they should, whatever? yeah, they should listen up. You, you a darn fool. <laughs> Why? I, I, I kind of <laughs> almost said the other word. Uh. Well, but I appreciate. Are, I appreciate you, you not saying the, the other word. The sanctimonious type of uh, <laughs> racist huh? uh, that you and uh, the Bible go-to guy edifies. Um, uh, that's why you think uh, we're your stepchildren, and you you can give us advice on which way we should go, and you have no interest. <laughs> you said. In you said. I think that course. you're. You think you said that I think that blacks are my stepchildren and they have to follow my advice? Yeah, you think you can advise <laughs> us who we should talk to, yeah. who we should listen to, who's black, who's not black, who talks black, uh-huh. where blacks should live, who <laughs> all these uh, stereotypical white wing racist attitudes that you that you uh, uh, explain. Oh, please! But uh, that's a we go all day on that. You um, should you should listen to me more. You should take heed to what I, I say. I know. I I know you would think that. I know that because you think because you're white, you're superior. No, that's why I call it uh, white superiority. Please, conflict. you think that you're superior uh, to me because you think that I'm so-called racist. You're looking down on me. No. Yeah, you I'm you not, think you're judging me. You think I'm you're not superior. Down on you. I'm just stating. The fact, no, you're looking the down. Fact that you that you uh, uh, talk about blacks in a negative term and because there's nothing term, positive to say uh, about Obama, LeBron James, Michelle Obama, Al Sharpton, Black Lives Matter, Benjamin Crump, and uh, Lee Merritt. All those people are the scum of the earth, and you're dumb for listening to them. Well, they're the scum of the earth because you're a racist, hypocritic fool. That's that's dumb. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but the other thing is, uh, what uh, the Bible guy touched on was so uh, ridiculous, uh, Sonny, that that's an old racist uh, talking point, uh, probably before he's born, that if black, if, if, uh, if uh, slavery and Jim Crow was so bad, uh, blacks would go back to Africa. Yeah. Well, you think uh, you think that's something new? You think he thought of? That I didn't himself? say it was something new. Came up with that. The truth. Huh? The truth is not new. You're you're right, Earl. Well, you know a wise old uh, a wise old teacher taught me. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, once about, uh, one thing about a, about debating people who have. Bidding stances and and, and uh, you know huh? they usually invoke 
uh, truth and to validate their argument because they have nothing else. They need, they need truth. truth. They need truth to validate their argument. Well, God, what you do, do a lot. God taught me this. (laughs) Yeah, because you say, says who? You say, says who? like you, who have no stance or facts. You don't know facts. That's what you do. Uh, By the way. What? uh, You're just saying general stuff to try to criticize me because you can't debunk what I actually said. Because you know that you actually know that Obama's evil and you're evil for supporting him. Volition. You gotta say it's the truth. You don't know that word. Who can't say anything they say is the truth when it's not based in fact? It's based in reality. Or proof. You you wouldn't know proof if it slapped you in the face. You still think hands up, don't shoot may have been true. What a dummy. No. Yes. I'm saying no. That's dumb. Circumstances that produce that. It's suspect. Please. When you, when Bob McCullough, the the, the posture attorney, hey hey, interviewed a hundred people. Uh huh. And you know, ten people rarely have the same uh, story. Uh huh. That 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 uh, you know can be proved beyond a uh, reasonable doubt because. You're just people, you're just filibustering uh, to believe uh, whatever you want. Uh, you you're know, just so you're filibustering, Earl. No, 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 Earl. 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 Can you hear me? Of, uh, I put him on hold. Hey, Earl, you're on hold. Nobody can hear you. All the, all Earl. The can he hear me? All the, Earl. You're being disrespectful again. I'm talking. You're supposed to be quiet when I talk. I was about to say the, the S-H-U-T-U-P word, <laughs> but I'm nice today. Did you push a button now? Yeah, I pushed a button so that you be quiet. Because uh, yeah, that's the only thing you because, can. Because you don't, you don't seem to, you seem to not acknowledge that blacks lie frequently about so-called white on black crime. Frequently. Say that again. I can't hear you. You seem to not know that blacks lie frequently about so-called black on uh, so-called white on black crime. So you know the uh, DOJ. The DOJ uh, debunked hands up, don't shoot, and that was Eric Holder, the liberal, uh, the white-hating liberal. I gotta go, Earl. You're wasting uh, time. uh, You're filibustering. You're filibustering. Go another layer up. So there was no way. I'm done, Earl. I gotta go. Hey, Earl, I put you on hold. This is boring. You're just talking mess. He's he's talking about he's talking way back about the Michael Brown incident, trying to say that that oh it's not reasonable doubt and I don't know what he's talking about. It's it's boring. It's pathetic. And Earl, you need to grow up. See, he's still talking. Earl. What? I can barely hear you. Take up. Talk up. No, I'm ta- I am talking. I don't know. Maybe we need to get this looked at. Earl, can you hear me? No, I can barely hear you. I oh. can hear what you're asking. I don't know, man. I got to go, though. Let's talk okay, again. Bob, did, you, did you read the DOJ report? Yeah, I read it, and it was dumb. I read it. The DOJ is I read liberal. It too. 
Did you know it said? I'm. I said I gotta that, go, Earl. I gotta go. Let's talk uh, later. Uh, they couldn't prove. I said I gotta uh, go. Let's talk later, uh, Earl. He he raised his hand. There's no evidence. Right. Based and that's. But you still think it say, might be true? He say. I gotta go, uh, Earl. Uh, uh, I gotta go. Goodbye. <laughs> you can't hear me. I don't know. Maybe we need to have this looked at. Or maybe Earl needs to get his ears checked. But sometimes, man, I am leery about uh, the volume that we have going out. Sometimes people talk and talk and talk like they can't hear us. And especially if people are prone to talk over you, even though when they hear you talking, they're so disrespectful, they'll keep on talking. What a mess. So, Earl, I had to, I had to shut you up. I had to hang up on you. Sorry about that. But um, we'll have to see if we can turn up our output on the callers. So let us know if we're having any issues. You never know, the coronavirus, crazy. And, you know. Anyways, man, let me read a few Super Chats. Lin Yen Chin says, tell Joelle and Jesse Lee Peterson that I apologize for all that mess. It ate up too much time for so little financial compensation. I will limit my DLive to biblical question response. Interesting. He gave a lot of Super Chats. Um, Jesse Black doesn't see the is implied in the text of your nice shirt. All right. Thank you. I think it's a nice shirt still. Jib Jab says, wait for it. Kevin Crater says, Marcus Jones wanted to know if he can make beats for your show. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, yeah. Not just, we, uh, we have very strict, uh, filtering process, though. If it's not good enough, it may not make the cut. But you're definitely welcome to try and appreciate it. Alejandro Davila says, Hake the best, man. Thank you. C. Sion says, I mean, Sion Sion says, Mac, Maxine and Earl, power couple. <laughs> Earl, man, normally I like to hear you say adios, amigo, but I had to hang up. You were just talking and yapping, and I was way past done. In fact, I told you I had to hang up, and you still went into your dumb point about this this issue from six years ago. Uh, Hot Computer Smell says, time for some hake. Willie Palomino says, I used to like S Club 7 <laughs> beta. S Club 7. <laughs> That's what I was singing at the very beginning of the show. Ninja from UA, thank you for the sticker with a, with a uh, hippopotamus. Great, great song. Joe says, Trump hake 2020. Ninja from UA says, Game over with another uh, hippopotamus. And CCon says, when Maxine speaks, she sounds like somebody is choking a chicken. Tyrone called her Maxine Wallace. Yeah, I remember that. Tyrone from somewhere. Jib Jab says, Earl, 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 shut up. <laughs> Laughing. Hot Computer Smell says, diamonds are forever and so is this stream. Appreciate that. Yeah, what a mess. Our computer smell says, oh, the diamond's gonna stay. Ludwig von Neon, Hake, you are becoming an expert on blacks. Thank you. Appreciate that. That's racist, gave a diamond. I'll come, I've come to really like Earl's calls. Classic. Yeah, I, he's my second favorite caller. Hey. Very nice. Cool. <laughs> I'm just looking at a piece of art. Okay, guys. Okay, before I get to the rest of the calls, let me really, let me really quickly 
show these pictures of these guys, this uh, guy couple that got sick. Just to show you the couple, all right? I read this about this in Hague News, right? This is the couple that got sick. Big man and a pretty big woman. And she is not just graduated, as I misread. She's married to a reverend. And they both got sick. She got kind of, like, he thought that she might even die. And she may still, I don't know. I don't know where they stand. But he talked to the media. And they were promoting him or promoting his story as somebody who thought this coronavirus thing was kind of a overblown crisis. He said, I'm honoring what our government, this is April 2nd, I'm honoring what our government says to do during this epidemic, but I do not fear this virus because I know that my God is bigger than this virus will ever be. Jesus is the King of kings and Lord of lords. Nice Christian man, right? But he's pretty, you know, fat and you got to take care of yourself. You got to. And, you know, people are laughing about it. Yeah, and she's the reverend. He's married to a female so-called reverend. But he's not that liberal. But Aaron is the female, his wife, who's, who's sick. He says she may die, she may recover. And fortunately, I guess he recovered right on to him for recovering. They've been married eight years or so. Oh, I lost my restream chat. But um, looking at his page, he looks like a Christian. I don't think he would lie about this, about having used to think that it was um, overblown. And I still think that's hysteria. Just because it's a real sick- sickness doesn't mean it's not hysteria. Liberals get hysterical about everything. And there they are. You're seeing the man. Um, they look like they're, they're both pretty big, as in, you know, they got to get healthier. Um, he does, especially if he recovers. I think he is recovering. Um, he's a former truck driver. I know it's tough for truck drivers to eat right and get their exercise properly. I read about his truck driver who used to get double meat on his Subway sandwiches. A half sam- He would get a six-inch sandwich, so he would eat fewer carbs but eat double meat. And they would, you know, fill him up, and that way he wouldn't eat so, many, uh, so much bread. And then he would learn some exercises that he could do outside of his, right outside of his truck to stay healthy. Because it's tough for some of these truckers. They gotta, it's a, you know, a lot of truckers listen to my show and Jesse's show. Stay healthy, guys, or get healthy. You can find ways, what's that? Ways. Ways? <laughs> what's that mean? You mean the... No way, if you want to be... If you oh, yeah, that's true. Right, yeah, you find ways to... Yeah, you find ways to get healthy. If you really want to. That's true. There's, you know, it's just, it chalks up to excuses no matter what's going on. Uh, he thought it was hysteria. It is. But you also got to protect yourself. Don't be fat. He, he said that he maybe should have worn a mask and this is his fault. He thinks maybe he got his wife sick, but he, he thinks that she'll forgive him and God forgives him. Man, what a shame, huh? I don't know if he travels a lot or something to... Because he's not a truck driver anymore, he's an Uber driver. And so maybe he's coming, coming into contact with a lot of sketchy people, right? But the mask doesn't protect you, it protects the people from you. Wear a mask inside your house with your wife? Uh-uh. Oh, you're both gonna get it. <laughs> like uh, Tom Hanks, the dumb liberal guy. 
Let me log back into my restream. I don't get what's going on. But I just lost my restream. And it's forcing me to do the capture thing. Jeez, how many times are you... How many double checks are you going to make me do? Okay. So... Crazy. Dang it. Let me take KT out of Washington, D.C. KT out of Washington, D.C. Great caller. How you doing, man? Hey, what's going on? Hey, Cake. You need to uh, you need to extend this show at least 30 minutes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this is not right. This is not right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, I just want to talk about... You know, you know, you know how you tend to learn. You, you you tend to learn about true the true identity of people, or the true you know the true side of people during tough times. Yeah, you know, not during. Yeah, that's times. true. Yep. And I love I love how this coronavirus has you know lifted the veil off a lot of people, and. I mean, let me preface what I'm about to say. I don't hate cops. I love cops, but I will never, ever support cops ever again. What do you mean by never support them? What does that mean? To support uh, I mean, them? like in terms of donations or, you know, I had, you know, I used to, I used to have stickers on my car, you know, just showing support, you know. Okay. And I had to take them off and, you know, I'll, I'll never donate to cops ever again. But I mean, and I you're talking about them. their uh, their fraternal order of police, their um, fraternities. Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, I don't hate them, but I'll never support them. Um, here's the thing. All right. I had a situation. I had a situation here with my son. Right. I go to the store. I used to go to. I go to the store like almost almost every day, and you know, I usually sometimes I go with my son, and you know, he's two years old. He's not within that age limit of wearing uh, masks. Yeah, I always wear my mask. I always wear my mask when I go to the store. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, I used to have the, this one lady at this store that used to, you know, harass me all the time, harass me and my son. Like, hey, he has to wear a mask. Yeah, and I used to just—I mean, the first time I, I told her, hey, he's not of age. He can't wear a mask. Blah blah blah. You know, just leave us alone. Yeah. She kept doing it every time. Every time I went to the store, she would do it. So one time I was like, you know what? Let me talk to the store manager. Talked to the store manager. Store manager kind of dismissed me. And I was like, you know what? Let me call the cops. Let me call the police department and see what they're going to say. You know, because if I wasn't wearing a mask, the store would have called the cops on me. Right. So I'm going to call the cops on the store for harassing me and my son for wearing a mask, for not wearing a mask. And he's not even, you know, he's not even in the age, within the age of wearing a mask. Yeah. So... I call the police department, I speak to a sergeant, and, you know, he completely dismisses me. And he's like, hey, uh, don't go back to the store. And I'm like, are you serious? No, I'm, <laughs> I have to. This, this, this is the store close to my house. It's only five minutes away. Yeah. I'm not going to not go back to the store just because of, uh, you know, just because of a mask. So I was like, you know what? Why don't you go and talk to the store and tell them to stop harassing me? And he was like, oh, no, I can't do that, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and during our conversation, I asked him. Is this, are these orders, are they, are, are they law or, or are they law or not? And he couldn't even answer that question. And I kept pressing him and pressing him and pressing him yeah. until he just had it. And, you know, he kind of had it with me and he was like, okay, yes, they're laws. You have to follow them. <laughs> uh -huh. 
you know. So it, that just that experience, and it's not, it's not the only experience I've you know I've witnessed from uh, the police, from the police officers, and you know the law law enforcement. I've seen other things happen to other people across you know across the United States, and you know some people will say, oh you know it's only the bad ones, the bad apples. But what about the good ones? Why don't the good ones speak up? You know, why don't they come out and say, hey, this this these laws are not constitutional. These laws are against the law. They're not laws. There's some sheriffs yeah, who are doing that. Ones? Aren't there sheriffs who are doing that? Yes, the very yeah. That's my thing is there are very few sheriffs doing that. But I'm saying we, I mean, what happened to the other majority coming out? You know, they came out and spoke out against uh, Black Lives Matter. You know, pigs in a blanket. Cops were out here, you know, yeah. speaking up and you know, going to communities, engage, doing community engagement. You know, kind of sucking up to Black Lives Matter. But you know, when it comes to these constitutional laws, you know, they're out here enforcing them. They can't even speak up and say these laws are not laws. Yeah. Well, so, I, I understand. You know, I just, just kind of. I understand your frustration, man. But and you can hear me fine, right? You're not like Earl. Oh, no, no. I'm no, not on the oh, quiet oh, side oh. for you. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... The thing is, man, like, people... You calling the cops about the store people harassing you, it it's gonna come off to some of the cops as, like, it sounds like you're being petty complaining about this store harassing you, you know? You know what I mean? You follow what oh, I'm yeah, saying? Oh, yeah, but they're being... They, you know, this police department actually set up a snitch line for yeah, people ridiculous. to call. And this this police department has received more than 400 calls from people Crazy. calling about people not wearing masks or uh, not, not social distancing. So you, know, like, man, you know what? Let me do the opposite thing. Yeah, I know. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah but cra- it's still, it's still, it sounds... It's going to sound petty to them, and they're not going to want to deal with that, especially if they're in the D.C. area. I don't know. May, I mean, maybe your part of town is nicer, but D.C. Ha- deals with, like, real crimes, serious crimes, you know, and the politicians exactly don't care. Right. So they're not going to want to deal with this this petty stuff. And, you know, a lot of cops are just trying to just do their do their jobs i guess and they're not going to want to um they're not going to want to make a stand you heard about that one cop who is urging people not to um you know not to follow these crazy guidelines of the coronavirus thing and he got fired right, right. they see stories like this guy this these cops getting fired they can see the writing on the wall the writing on the wall is the insane people are winning and they're gonna win if you go up against them so they don't want to you know I, whether they're wrong for it you can say they're wrong but they don't want to go up against that it's their job you know you can't stand they're gonna it's gonna be seen as politics rather than standing for what's right and they can't stand up for politics at work especially if you're a cop or a public employee especially if you're a conservative right you can stand up for politics right. if you're a liberal so I encourage you have some grace towards the cops still man but no, but here's the thing. Here's the I got to like, um, end this, KT. Let's talk again tomorrow if you can. Uh, all right, cool, cool, cool. Appreciate all it, right, man. Cool. All right, thank you. Bye. Thank you for the story. Speaking of that, let me just real quickly read this thing. Uh, you know, I took a walk in the park. Sorry, Art Lynn, hot computer smell. I can't get to you guys, but 
I told you guys I went to the park. This dad, as I was walking by, the son says, he's not wearing a mask. And he's like, yeah. The father says, yeah, he doesn't care about anybody else. He only cares about himself. Well, what kind of a father teaches his son that? Talking like, talking like a mother. And then as soon as he finished talking, all loud so I could hear it behind me, right? Behind my back, literally. <laughs> but so I could hear it. And then this woman, I'm also like socially distanced, right? And she's all something, something effing mask. <laughs> she's all mad. Luckily, I didn't look, ar- look around and try to start a confrontation because it's not worth it. But it just shows people are getting nasty, kind of like what... KT was saying. Let's play that Don Jr. clip one last time because it's such a beautiful clip. And with that, guys, appreciate it. TheHateReport.com slash show for my stuff. JesseLeePeterson.com slash show for his stuff. But let's watch Don, not Don Jr., Eric Trump Jr. one last time, and goodbye, guys. Thank you. Well, listen, the election's 176 days, uh, to be exact, away. And listen, Biden loves this. Biden can't go out on stage without making some horrible blunder. I mean, even from his basement, he's making awful gaffes every single day. So his campaign's thrilled that he's not going out there. And they think they're taking away Donald Trump's greatest tool, which is being able to go into an arena and fill it with 50,000 people every single time. Right. So they they will. And you watch. They'll milk it every single day between now and November 3rd. And guess what? After November 3rd, coronavirus will magically all of a sudden go away and disappear and everybody will be able to reopen they're trying to deprive him of, of, of his, his greatest asset, um, which is the fact that the American people love him, the fact that he's relatable, the fact that he can go out there and draw massive crowds. Joe Biden can't get 10 people in a room. My father's getting 50,000 in a room, and they want to do everything they can to stop it. So make no mistake, to a lot of them, Janine, to a lot of them, this, this is a very cognizant strategy that they're trying to employ. It's no different than... Again, the nonsense that they're trying to throw in the Hope Act is no different than the mail-in voting that they want to do all these places. It's no different than wanting illegal immigrants to vote in our country. It is a cognizant strategy, um, and it's, uh, it's sad. And again, it's not going to be allowed to happen. We're going to win November. Right on, Eric Trump. Lin Yen Chin gave a super chat and said, Earl is silly and amusing in his imagination, as is Maze, who is adorably... Whoa, that seems like too much of an attack. I don't even want to repeat that word. Dang. No, I can't say that, Lin Yen Chin. Um, saying that she's old, basically. Uh, tell them that we all appreciate their mess. <laughs> I think I think that Maze still has her faculties. Zeke Deputy says, love your work, preach forgiveness, the earth is flat. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate the super chats. Take care, guys. Bye.